In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. Amen. Once more, Happy New Year. Once more, Happy New Year. Sounds better. better. Uh, you know, when, when, when the Bible says the power of life and death is in your tongue, uh, you must understand who you are. When you make certain pronouncements, it's not just a phrase. It's a declaration. It's a decree. It is spoken by someone who has the life of Christ in them. And so if I say Happy New Year to you, even if the enemy planned for it not to be happy, by my declaration, it will be happy. Yeah. Amen. So say Happy New Year again. Amen. Amen. Now find seven people and make a declaration to them. Declare that it will be Happy New Year. Go on. Go on, tell them. Happy New Year. So it lines up. afternoon church uh, once again um, from my husband and I happy happy new year and happy new year to all um, of us who are watching online you know I'm really expectant about this year really really are and I really hope you are and I'm expectant for every single one of us I'm expectant for this church I'm expectant as to what God is going to do in the body of Christ in the United Kingdom and I'm definitely expectant as to what God is going to do in this nation this year. You know, this year as it started, a quiet moment, I just felt God drop this phrase in my heart, that is the year of the overflow. And you know, I was so excited because on the backdrop of the word that he shared last year about a new thing, rivers flowing, and so this year, an overflow of God's spirit is going to happen. And you know, I'm just convinced that as we have an overflow of God's spirit in our lives, every other thing will be added onto us. So I just want to encourage us to hold on, to be expectant, because it's going to be a great year in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, um, yesterday, Doc was saying to me, so what, what's the Lord said about this year for us as a church? You know, everyone waits for a word, you know, as to the year. Um, and... I said to him, you know, because God has said so many different things, but nothing really stood out. But I thought to myself that God told Shola it's the year of the overflow. Agua and Shola are one. So what God told her is the word for the church. It's the year of the overflow. And God, God doesn't waste resources. If he told her, and she's my wife, how many know that? He doesn't have to tell me. He's told her. So she just has to tell me what he told her. And that's it. But I actually believe that with every fiber of my being, 
that it's, it's the year of the overflow, the overflow of the Spirit of God, the overflow of God's goodness, God's grace, God's mercy, God's blessings, God's favor, um, an overflow of all that is in God. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. amen. And so, Father, we receive that as a word into our lives, that, that, that your Spirit will overflow in our lives, overflow in this church, that there will be a spilling over of your mercies and your goodness, your favor, your compassion. Uh, there will be a spilling over of all the things that you have destined should come to us. We thank you and we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. And together we say, Amen. Go on, give God a clap offering. Go on. Hallelujah. Give God a clap offering. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Appreciate our worship team. They've done an amazing job. Amen. Colossians, the second chapter, the second chapter of the book of Colossians, um, the seventh verse of Colossians, the second chapter. I'll read this in the New Living Translation. Colossians 2, verse 7. The Bible says, Let your roots grow down into him, and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth, in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thank thankfulness. Let your roots grow down into him. Let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were, in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Um, let's look at that in the message translation. And in the message translation, let's back up to the sixth verse. So we're going to read Colossians, the second chapter, verses 6 and 7 in the message. Colossians, the second chapter, verses 6 and 7 in the message. My counsel for you is simple and straightforward. Just go ahead with what you've been given. You received Christ Jesus the Master. Now live in Him. You're deeply rooted in Him. You're well constructed upon Him. You know your way around the faith. Now do what you have been taught. School's out. Quit studying the subject and start living it. And let your living spill over into thanksgiving. Those both scriptures just put together bring to us a basic truth. What is Paul trying to say? Paul is trying to say that if your faith is real, if your roots are strong, if you are really deeply rooted in Christ, you've been well constructed upon Him. Your Christianity is not flaky. It's not shallow. Your Christianity is not the kind of Christianity that I call a brass Christianity as, op as opposed to the gold version of Christianity. Your Christianity is not just saying things, speaking Christianese but you've been constructed upon Christ. The message says you know your way around the faith. You've been taught well. Paul is saying if that is the case, then there can only be one outcome. If you are rooted, if you have received, embraced, 
If you have allowed your lives to be built not on any other thing but on Him, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you have grown in the truth that you were taught, then He says there's only one consequence. There's only one thing that can follow from that. And you know, as I thought about this, God gave me an illustration. And amazingly, the, the, this morning, the illustration was with Coca-Cola. How many know this is one of the best-known brands in the world? Yeah? Yes? Yeah, everybody knows Coca-Cola. Yeah? Now, when I purchase a bottle of Coca-Cola, I expect this dark liquid with whatever secret formula they have in it that gets us addicted to this stuff. I expect that. I expect to drink Coca-Cola and know it is Coca-Cola. Frankly, if you drink Coca-Cola like I used to, if I shut my eyes and you put 10 cola brands, I can tell you just by drinking which is Coca-Cola. Yeah? I can tell you this, this, this is it. Now, if I pour this bottle, what comes out is Coca-Cola, yeah? It doesn't matter what this Coca-Cola goes through. It doesn't matter what it goes through in life. It doesn't matter how it is bruised, how it is battered. It doesn't matter how you shake it. It doesn't matter how you throw it up and bring it down. It just doesn't matter. In the end, when you pour it out, what's going to come out? So, talk to me. It really doesn't matter, Paul was saying, what you've been through. If you were constructed, built on Christ, then it doesn't matter what you went through last year. It doesn't matter that some prayers were not answered. It doesn't matter that I'm still waiting on God for something. It doesn't matter that it was a tough year and I went up and down, topsy-turvy. It doesn't matter that I hit obstacle after obstacle. It just doesn't matter what happened. If you pour me out, you should get something. And what does Paul say you should get? From Coca-Cola, he expects you to get Coca-Cola. From you and I as a Christian, if you pour me out, you should get thanksgiving or thankfulness. So no matter what happened, you're guaranteed, because I am rooted in him, that I will always have a heart of thankfulness. He puts it like this in 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter and the 8th verse. He says, in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you and I who are in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 5 verse 20 puts it in another way. For all things give thanks, for that's God's will for you and I. And so I wanted to encourage someone. I wanted to ask someone, if we turned you over today, what would come out of you? If I turn this bottle over, it's going to be Coca-Cola. If you're rooted in him, according to Colossians 2 verse 7, and I turn you over, only one thing should come out, irrespective of what has happened, that you are thankful to God. Now, you know the interesting thing with this is that, and listen to this, this might be the revelation of the year for you. The more this thing is tossed around, the more it is battered, the more you hit it, the more you bruise it, the more you subject it to all kinds of things, guess what? The more 
and the, the, the more force comes out of it when you open it. Does somebody understand what I'm saying? So if it has been subjected to this and I open it, it overflows. It overflows. It overflows. Amen? So guess what you're going to be saying to God? Guess what you're saying to the devil? Do what you like. Put me through what you want. Knock me how you like. Toss me up and down as much as you like. Come 2019, as I open up what is going to flow out of me, what is inside me, thankfulness to God. Go on, give God all the thanks you can. Give God all the thanks you can. Because that's what is in us. You can only, only what is in you comes out. Guess what? If it wasn't Coca-Cola in that thing, whatever was in it will come out. So if there's bitterness in you, that's what comes out. If you're complaining, that's what comes out. If there's anger, that's what comes out. If there's hopelessness, that's, what's com that's what comes out. But if there is thankfulness in you, you are grateful to God. You're saying, yes, that prayer wasn't answered, but guess what? I'm alive. You're saying, yes, I'm still waiting, but guess what? I have good health. You're saying, I don't have good health, but guess what? Christ died for me. By his stripes, I am healed. I can have hope to be healed. If, if you're saying, irrespective of what you've been through, my heart is full of gratitude. Because guess what? I'm saved. Then when life shakes you, what comes out of you is gratitude to God. Can someone say amen? amen. Go and give God a clap offering. And so Paul says, Paul says, let your living spill over into thanksgiving. Another translation says, we overflow with thankfulness. And so we actually laugh at the enemy because we are saying, do all that you can. It doesn't change anything. When you turn me upside down, what's going to come out is thanks, thanksgiving to God. When you hit me left and right, what's going to come out, what is inside me, is the thankfulness and thanksgiving to God. When you toss me through, like, like spin me around like I'm in some tumble dryer, Guess what's going to come out? Thanksgiving to God. When, you, when life is a roller coaster, I'm up and I'm down, guess what's going to come out? Thanksgiving to God. The, the, Paul says there, let, it spill, let your living spill over into thanksgiving. Can someone say amen? amen. Is, there, is there anyone here who is saying, Satan, you already lost the battle? Because I am grateful to God that I am standing in 2019 irrespective of what has happened and what I went through. Is there anybody who's saying, I, it was tough, but I'm thanking you. You know, I, it was difficult, but I'm thanking you. It was painful, but I'm thanking you. I lost it, but I'm thanking you. I'm waiting, but I'm thanking you. Is there anyone who's saying, it was dark, but I'm thanking you. Is there anyone who's saying, it was hard climbing, but I'm thanking you. Is there anyone who's going to be turned over today? And what will come out is a heart full of gratitude. Go on, give God all the praise in this place. Go on. Go on, just bless him. You don't need a choir to do so. Go on. In your own way and with your own words. Go on. He, sh he shook you, but what is spilling out is a heart of gratitude. Go on, just begin thanking him. Thanking him in your own way. Thanking him in your own words. Go on, bless him in your own words. Bless him. Bless him in your own words. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Let it be genuine. Let it come from the bottom of your heart. Look back and, and, and count, count your blessings and thank him. 
Well, why don't you just bring what you can bring to, through him? It was painful, Lord, but I'm thanking you. Unexpected, Lord, but I'm thanking you. Lord, I didn't think I would survive, but here I am, I'm thanking you. I can't explain how it happened, but I'm thanking you. What I have on the inside, Lord, I'm going to give to you. And what I have on the inside is a heart that is full of gratitude. I am grateful, oh God. I am grateful, oh God. creator of the ends of the earth what gift can we give this God the God to whom all power belongs what what on earth can we bring to him that will matter but then in an encounter with a woman who was wounded bruised battered and discarded the Lord Jesus gives us a revelation that this God who is so all-sufficient this God who is all-knowing all-seeing this God who is all-powerful actually searches for one thing and suddenly we realize we can bring that to him he looks for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth and then i know that if i can bring the purity of worship to him i can touch his heart so for a few minutes why don't you just bring that gift of worship to him in 2019 pour out yourself like a drink offering before him in worship father we just thank you lord yes lord Think of those words as you declare them to him. The Alpha and Omega.
Psalms 95, Psalms 95, verses 1 to 3. The New King James Version, the, the psalmist says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. Amen. I want to read it to you in the Passion Translation. Because it's a lot more graphic. The Passion Translation. I'll read it to you because I don't think they have the Passion Translation. Listen to what the Bible says. Psalms 95 verses 1 to 3 in the Passion Translation. Come on, everyone. Let's sing for joy to the Lord. Let's shout our loudest praises to our God who saved us. 
Everyone come, meet his face with a thankful heart. Don't hold back your praises. Make him great by your shouts of joy. For the Lord is the greatest of all, King God over all other gods. Can someone say amen to that? Now, I don't know if, you know, when you heard it, you thought like I thought. But when I, when I read that psalm this morning, I thought, the way the psalm is written, especially if you go on to verse 6, is another invitation where it says, come and kneel down, come and worship. I kind of got the feeling that the psalmist must have been in a gathering. And he was overtaken by God's goodness. He was lost completely. He was exploding, exuberant in his praise. And then he looks around him and the people were a bit subdued. And because the psalmist understood praise, he must have turned to them and said, Come on, everyone. Let's praise him. Lift your voices. Shout with joy. Sing the psalms. Come on, everyone. And you know, there are different personalities and temperaments. I'm an exuberant person by nature. My wife is more reserved. But when it comes to dancing, she dances more than me. So a reserved personality does not stop you from praising God. Does this make some sense? So some of us, you generally have a spirit of cool. On the first Sunday of 2019, for the fact that you are here, take that spirit of cool. Let people who know you marvel that was that you? Yes, it was. And why were you doing that? Don't you understand what God has done? That it is by the mercies of God that I'm here? Don't you know that if the Lord had not been on my side, I would not be here? Don't you understand that there were times when the enemy had me cornered, but God set me free? Don't you understand that I have been through stuff that would have knocked out any normal person, but somehow by God's grace, I am standing here? Don't you understand that this is 2019, and some people didn't cross over into 2019, and that's just how God worked it out. Don't you understand that I have a new lease of life? I have a second chance. Don't you understand that somehow God looked at me with all my mess, and he cleaned me up, wiped me, wiped me down, and gave me... Don't you understand? Don't you understand what the blood of Jesus has bought for me? Don't you understand the mercies of God? Don't you understand the uncommon favor of God? Don't you understand the grace of God? Don't you understand that I don't qualify, but he has qualified me? Don't you understand that I was knocked down, but he picked me up? Don't you understand that I fell, and I fell, and I fell, and people abandoned me, but he reached down and picked me up? Don't you understand my story? It might not be your story. Don't you understand the pain I went through? Don't you understand where I'm coming from? Don't you understand what I'm dealing with? Don't you understand that what he has done in my life? You might not understand, but I understand. So please excuse me if I'm exuberant in my praise. For what this God has done, I become a fool for him. Like David, I dance until my clothes fall off. Don't despise me, because remember what happened to his wife. If you knew my story, you would join me to praise God. If you knew my story, you would join me to celebrate him. Say to the
the person next to you. Don't you understand what God has done? I have no right being here. I have no right standing. I have no right praising Him. I don't qualify, but somehow God has qualified me. Go and give God a praise in this place. Give God a praise in this place. Give God a praise in this place. Oh, we bless you. Oh, we honor you. We bless your holy name, oh God. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, we magnify your name, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, oh God.